28 and I'm trying to shape history Pulling from the sky for some strength to take with me Line up the stars, uh, fly away quickly And push the world forward like a tidal wave hit me I ride the wave swiftly, I fear no man Check my titles mate quickly Came from the sky with the light of day in me And grew my own wings so the pilot came with me Yes are we sure? <laughs> All righty. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say ladies and gentlemen. I don't, who says ladies and gentlemen? Um, G'day guys, welcome to another episode of Ask Jack. Thank you for all the questions that have been coming in. We've been loving having these conversations every single day. This is episode 15, so let's get into it for the day. The first question comes from M. Dimos, who says, Hey brother, my days are not as intensely busy as they used to be after creating systems and automation in the business. Firstly, well done for that. Like, let's just pause there. The purpose of startup business is to get through and out of startup business. You don't want to live in startup mode. Great entrepreneurs build businesses that can work and operate and sustain and continue to grow without them, right? So um, as a growth curve, as we go up the growth curve in any business, it should be the aim of every great entrepreneur to dilute their operational involvement in their business so that they can work, so that we can work on higher value activities. So Demos, well done on getting out of the business. His next, his question is, did you ever feel guilty or slack when this happened to you? I.e. not going full throttle and enjoying it, meaning enjoying not being in startup mode anymore? Uh, the answer is, honestly, the answer is probably yes. And probably about a year ago, because you come out of, like I spent probably nine years in startup mode, right? That's not to say I was in startup for nine years. Uh, I could have um, started operating a lot smarter a lot sooner. But I was in startup mode, personally, for about nine years, and up until you know a couple of years ago. So. Um, and when you come out of it's weird, right? When you come out of that, because you're sort of looking around going, my life isn't as crazy as it was. I'm not putting out 92 fires every day. My phone's not ringing off the hook. I actually have time. Two means two now, right? Two fingers means two minutes. Two upside down two means two minutes. <laughs> Yesterday, Gresho had this meant four minutes. I didn't follow the logic. So now we, the, the number of fingers equals the number of minutes. Um, so you will feel guilty for a little bit. That's fine and normal. It's, it's just about relearning the phase and stage that you are now at and the phase and stage that you are now entering into, which is no longer, you know, if we had different business life cycles, you've got a, a, a toddler business, you've got a teenage business, you've got a mature business, your business is probably in the teenage mode, maybe getting up into the mature, so the adult mode, um, and with that requires you to be someone different. So let me alleviate the guilt for a second. The worst thing you can do for any business that is no longer a startup is to continue acting like a startup entrepreneur. You'll stifle the business, you'll be too chaotic, you'll pull them sideways. It's not a effective or mature way of leading anymore, right? So don't feel guilty about it. All you need to now do is either go, do I wanna spend my time on the beach, which is completely cool, do I wanna travel, do I wanna spend time with friends, do I wanna do whatever? Or do I want to spend my time doing higher value, more meaningful things? So right now, I'm not required to be here 
at all, you know, at all. So what do I uh, choose to spend my time doing is whatever is going to move us closer toward our vision and our mission as effectively as, our, as possible. Our mission is to be the world's number one education institution for entrepreneurs. Our vision is to push civilization forward by enabling more people to live on purpose. So for me, how do I do that? I do that by, you know, right now I'm doing a lot of stuff around researching the Singapore market and market in Southeast Asia. I'm doing a lot around uh, researching and gaining insights from education institutions over in the States, because right now, if you look around the world, they do business education almost as well as anybody else. Um, what else do I do? I spend a lot of time with my GM and my executive team in training and developing and coaching mode. Uh, I spend a lot of time with my team in terms of fostering culture. I'm writing a book. Um, if, we're, if we're doing a capital raising or speaking with investors, I've got time to go and do that. So I'm still working like 12 or 14 hours a day. I'm just not working in startup hustle mode anymore. We've now got structures of management, we've got a general manager, all that sort of stuff there, all really good at that. And so I'm able to go and do things that are hugely valuable to the organization that I couldn't do if I still operated as a startup entrepreneur. So don't feel guilty, it's normal. Just relearn how you want to be in this new phase. Really good question, Dimas, I like that. Um, Tap our 19, from the start, when was it that you became confident that your idea slash business was worth pursuing full throttle? Um, there's two schools of thought here. Firstly is, if, like if I reflect on my personal journey, I suppose whenever I started a business, I went full throttle, right? Whenever I jumped in, I jumped in. I didn't sort of jump in and see what happened. I, I'm all in, right, straight away. That's one way to do it. If, if you wanted to balance it out and be a little bit more conservative and even a little bit more intelligent, if I could say, um, then what I would do is this. You can start running tests uh, and running validation tests of any business idea or, 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 or early stage business really easily. Set up some landing pages, test the call to actions, run some heat mapping on it, test where people go, what people read, what do they skim over, um, launch a minimal viable product, get it out into the market, get some first-hand consumer feedback. Um, interview the, the potential market that you're looking to go into. And what we're looking to do is disprove or prove the assumptions that we're going in with. And then once we start to sell a little bit and, and, and essentially proven that there is a demand for this product, then you can go all in, right? That's a really, um, I suppose, conservative and intelligent way of going about it, right? So test, 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 get it to a point where it's proven uh, in the eyes of the consumer, proven to meet, to, proven to solve a problem, proven to meet a demand, and then go all in if you want to do it that way. That's a really good way as well. Okay, uh, Goods says, and let's bring this question up on the screen because it's a long one, so I'll just read the end of it. As I get ready to fly to the US tomorrow for three weeks, my question for you, Jack D, is this. How do you disconnect slash switch off when you're on holidays? How do you find that work-life balance? Um, really good question, Goods. And by the way, thank you. You reading our blog, um, doing a whole bunch of cool stuff, you know, like Monaco Grand Prix as well, awesome. So, good. Um, the answer to your question is this. I find things that rejuvenate me, so, um, but still give me um, the growth that I need to feel, literally on a daily basis, to feel fulfilled. So, how do I do that when I'm on holidays? I take a bunch, for me, and it's a completely personal thing, right, but for me, what I do is I take... Um, what I would call personal or spiritual evolution books. So books like Oprah, what I know for sure. Books like Conversations with God. 
books uh, like Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. So I'm not reading, or even Zero to One by Peter Thiel really, because it's not an in-depth, complex business book. It's just talking sort of broad principles. Um, so I'll jump into philosophy. I'll jump into spirituality. I'll jump into personal development. And in doing that, I don't feel like I'm working because there's no grind, there's no hustle, there's no stress. It's actually the opposite. I find it really meditative. But it still gives me that growth that we as entrepreneurs need always, even when we are on the holidays. But it does it in a rejuvenating way, not in a hustle and bustle kind of way. So that's how I manage that when I'm on holidays. Wendy Brockman, when you have too many ideas that are all fairly viable, how do you choose one? Uh, two things. Probably three things. We'll see how we go. Number one is what is your purpose, right? In terms of your purpose in life. What lights you up? It was Oprah who said, find what lights you up so you can illuminate the world. I think the most uncommercial way to go into business is go, what will make me the most money or what has the biggest market? Speak to some venture capital investors or speak to some private equity investors and they'll say that's where you should start. I say start with your heart, start with your intuition, start with what you're passionate about, then go to the commercial realities of market and size and product market fit and all that sort of stuff. I'm not saying ignore that, I'm saying it comes second to you, right? When the voice inside your head is louder than the voices outside your head, I believe you've begun to master your life. So firstly, follow you, so purpose. Secondly is profit, it's when the commercial realities kick in. What gives us the fastest path to profit and what do we think can scale the greatest degree? So look at what's your purpose, what do we think can give us the fast path to profit? Ideally, you could marry those two sort of uh, worlds in one business, and that's where you should start. The other consideration is how quickly you can get traction, right? Uh, some might have high barriers to entry. If, you, if, if we don't have a lot of capital reserves yet, then we might not do that. We might save that for our second business, start a business the first time, really lean, build that up, yeah, make a bit of cash flow, maybe sell that business or sell a portion of that business. Get, you know, get your cash reserves up and then go into a, a business that requires heavier upfront investments or costs. So purpose, path to profit, and how quickly and cheaply we can gain traction. Really good, Wendy. Uh, really good question, Wendy. And lastly, the question comes from Little Girl Big Dream, who asks, and this is a brand, by the way, would you be interested to speak at our career summit in September and how do we best get in touch with further details? Hashtag AskJackD. Okay, little, little girl, big dream, really good question. Um, yes, I would love to come and speak. I spend a lot of time speaking to business owners and people that want to be business owners and anybody that really wants to take control of their life. Absolutely love doing it. Best way to do it is get in touch with my executive assistant. Her name's Katie Hansen. You can get her at Katie, K-A-T-I-E, H at the, T-H-E, hyphen entourage.com.au. So it's just Katie H at the-entourage.com.au. Any speaking opportunities, run them by her. She has a bunch of criteria in terms of the ones we get involved in and the ones we don't. She'll have that discussion with you and hopefully I will be able to see you up in September wherever that speaking gig may be. Guys, hope you enjoyed the episode. Loving speaking to you every day. Ask your questions, submit them now in the comments below or on Twitter or on Instagram. Doesn't matter where it is. Use the hashtag AskJackD and I look forward to continuing this conversation with you tomorrow. Tonight is up.